Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. All right. Welcome back to The Kelly Roach Show. I'm super pumped to have my friend Hala Taha on the show today. Hey, Hala. Hey, Kelly. So excited to be here. I'm so glad to have you. You guys are just crushing it with your podcast network. And of course, you are uh, the podcast queen. But also, you've been teaching people how to really uh, kill it on LinkedIn. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited to talk a little bit about that. Um, for people that don't know your backstory and kind of how you got to, um, where you are today, just give us like a quick glimpse. How did Hala Taha become Hala Taha? Oh my gosh. I'll give you a very quick overview because it was like a 10 year up and down story. (laughs) But basically I started my career in radio. I was there for three years. I really fell in love with broadcasting. I left radio to be an entrepreneur. I started this blog site where I created the sorority of hip hop and I had 150 female bloggers under me. And then I learned everything about social media and creating websites and copy and building a brand and getting sponsorships. So a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now, I actually learned 10 years ago when I had a blog site. Uh, Then I almost got a show on MTV for my blog, uh, running this like sorority of hip hop. Didn't happen. I got really discouraged and felt like, okay, I got rejected from radio, satellite radio, TV. Maybe I'm not cut out to be on camera or be this like personality that I wanted to be. I went into corporate for five years. I worked at Hewlett Packard, Disney Streaming, Uh, Four years into corporate, I got bored and I started my podcast, Yap, in 2018. Uh, Then Yap really took off and I I got back to like what I love, my passion. And then the guests that came on my show would always ask me, who does your podcast? Who does your LinkedIn? So I just started listening to my audience and I created an agency as a side hustle that scaled. Uh, You know, my second client was like a $30,000 monthly retainer. So it like scaled really fast and I started... I had all these volunteers that I started hiring. And then now fast forward to today, we're a full-fledged social media agency, podcast agency, and now we're also the number one business and self-improvement podcast network. And really my philosophy has is like always whatever I do for myself and my brand as a podcaster and influencer, I just then scale it to my clients. And so yeah. my whole business is just whatever my team does for me, I've scaled it and I'll do it for my clients. It's so smart. It's so smart. And I love your circle. And of course, this always happens. It comes full circle. You weren't meant to do it on someone else's platform. You were Mm -hmm. meant to do it on your own. Yeah. Uh, And now you get to help other people do the same thing. So that's that's the circle of life. It's so awesome. And yeah, I mean, you guys have definitely gotten some big names and some major players that are moving Mm -hmm. over to your network because you set the standard for excellence. And Mm -hmm. uh, especially in a space that, you know, it was prime for disruption. And I think you guys have definitely stepped into that role. So it's really, really awesome to see the work that you're doing. Yeah, I'm Um, so excited about it. Just to your point, like we signed Amy Porterfield, Jenna Kutcher, John Lee Dumas, Trent Shelton. So yeah, it's I'm so excited about it. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Now, for people that are sitting here listening, Holla, that they they maybe are not really familiar even with what a podcast network could do for them, um, what, what a podcast network does for podcasts. Do you want to talk a little mm-hmm. bit about just what do you do for the clients that are in your network? 
Sure. So our major goals for our podcasters is to grow their show and get them sponsorships. So when you listen to a podcast, you hear podcasters do these host read ad commercials. So basically they're reading a 60 to 90 second ad for an advertiser, and then they get paid based on how big their show is. And so my job is to make sure like if they've got four slots for commercials that I'm filling all those slots. And then I'm also giving them strategies and advice and helping them execute growth strategies for their podcast to actually grow their show so they make more money per commercial. So that's really my main job as a podcast network. Love it. And I know that's one of the biggest things that people get stuck on, right? Because they start creating content and they're like, okay, I'm creating, you know, all these shows. Like what now? How do I grow the show? So that's amazing. And what are some of the top things that you're seeing work really well in 2024 for podcast growth? Mm. Podcast growth is a tricky one. It's getting trickier and trickier to grow people's podcasts. Uh, The other thing is that podcast downloads in general are shrinking because Apple had an update in November where most big podcasters, especially legacy podcasters, lost about 30% of their downloads. So everyone's on this scramble to try to grow their show. The number one tip that I can give everybody is that you've got to be where the podcast listeners are. That Mm -hmm. is the game. It's not really pulling people from social media to your podcast. It's actually being visible in the podcast Mm -hmm. apps. And there's about 70 different apps that make up the market. It's not just Apple and Spotify. And all these apps have different advertising opportunities. You can get banners in these apps. You can be integrated into the onboarding series of these apps. You can get push notifications sent out for these apps. So that's one aspect, actually advertising on the different podcast platforms. Mm -hmm. Then it's guesting on other shows to be visible in podcast players, commercials on other shows. I know, Kelly, you do this a lot where you like buy commercials on other podcasts. Those are really the main ways. Now, there's other like more innovative things coming out like this platform called Podroll, but there's been like lots of technical difficulties. So I would say stick to being visible in the podcast apps guest swaps, commercial swaps, buying commercials, podcast player advertisements. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, no, those are great, great tips and strategies. And they're little known, like a lot of people don't realize that. And and most people's primary strategy is to try and pull people from social media to podcasts, which is very difficult. It's very difficult, right? Um, To get people to leave the platform that they're on. I mean, for me, my favorite thing is guest podcasting on other shows. But as you said, I also buy commercial space on other people's shows to get my show in front of their audiences. Mm -hmm. And that has been great as well. Um, Those are really, really good strategies. And I do agree with you. It is a tricky landscape uh, for sure, but it's an important one because it's brand, right? And um, this is something that you and I both feel very deeply uh, committed to, which is just the importance of brand building and the power behind that, um, which ties into a lot of the work that you do with LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So um, talk to me a little bit about like, what are you seeing in the LinkedIn landscape right now? I feel like everyone has this strong feeling right now, like LinkedIn is blowing up. I need to be on LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. but like, how do I get traction on LinkedIn? So what are the top things that are really working there right now? Yeah. So I know the LinkedIn algorithm front and back. And first off, LinkedIn is like just such a great place for an entrepreneur because it's just the right ecosystem. There's so many daily active users, 135 million daily active users who are on LinkedIn, like any other social media platform, looking at content, trying to figure out if they want to buy things, learning about things. And there's only 5% of those people that are actually creating original content. 
So there's a huge opportunity in this space for everybody to become the dominant person in their niche. There's just not a lot of competition, right? The other aspect that makes LinkedIn really interesting is that the algorithm is completely hackable. It is completely hackable. If you understand the different publishing strategies, engagement strategies, if you understand the way that the algorithm prioritizes uh, keywords, how to avoid things like the spam filter, you can Mm -hmm. get 10x engagement, 100x engagement just by learning different strategies, not necessarily creating better content. On LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. it's more about the strategies than it really is the content. If anything, it's more about being broad, like really easy to understand the life of the party and not like the boring person making people fall asleep. That's what's going to make you do well on on LinkedIn. And then also knowing the publishing and engagement strategies. That is so interesting. And and talk to me a little bit about hacking the algorithm, because I Mm -hmm. think this is one of the biggest things that people are frustrated with, with Facebook and Instagram, because every other day they finally get in a rhythm and routine. They're like, great, it's working. Things are working. And then two days later, everything changes again and they just feel like they're constantly starting over all the time um when you talk about the the linkedin algorithm and really kind of mastering those strategies can you break down like maybe one or two of the the key things that if there's someone listening today they have an established business they're already running a successful company but they really want to get their business attracting leads and converting on linkedin like what would be maybe the first two or three things that you would say do this and do this every single day that would make a difference for them? Yeah, there's so much to this question, but I would say if I had to pick just a few things, number one, on LinkedIn, your voice and your messaging matter far more than your visual elements. So I see Mm -hmm. a lot of people like focusing a lot on like graphics and infographics and branding and fonts and this and that doesn't matter. On LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. it's more about having consistent messaging, repeating it over and over again, and really leaning into photographs. LinkedIn is Mm -hmm. not a video first platform, which is actually really great news for entrepreneurs because video is time consuming, it's expensive. And so the fact that you can just focus on like educational type content and photographs is actually a really great thing. So getting super clear on your messaging. What are the four or five things that you're gonna repeat over and over and over again this quarter so that people know exactly what you stand for so that they feel like they can auto engage with your stuff because they know exactly who you are, what you stand for, and they don't uh, have to worry about like not aligning with your brand. So you need to understand your values, your personality, your tone of voice, the messages that you're going to say, and then how you're going to deliver that message. So for me, it's this voice messaging identity that is super important to do beforehand. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is just understanding like the features and the 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 ways in which you need to utilize LinkedIn that's going to make your life a lot easier. Like I said, it's not a video first platform. Mm-hmm. So if you go down the rabbit hole of creating all these amazing videos, like it's going to bomb on LinkedIn because you're just not thinking about it yeah. in the right way. So again, photographs, using up vertical real estate, right? People are on their mobile phone scrolling. The amount of time people spend scrolling your posts actually improves post performance. So you want to take as much vertical real estate up as possible. So no horizontal images, the bigger the asset, the better that goes for video and graphics on LinkedIn. The other thing is formatting. Uh, LinkedIn actually is scanning posts for good formatting. And if you're using big, chunky paragraphs, you're going to get penalized. So that's why you see a lot of influencers using that line by line style on LinkedIn because mm. they're actually scanning for formatting and making sure that your stuff is easy to read and skimmable. Uh, another key tip here, this is brand new, uh, but kind of breaking news 
is that LinkedIn is really prioritizing interest relevancy over everything. LinkedIn really wants to match expert content with the people that want content from experts. So they're looking at a lot mm. of different things when you're posting up content. Number one, keywords. Uh, I actually found out that 85% of influencers on LinkedIn do not use keyword uh, hashtags anymore. So hashtags are out. Instead, mm -hmm. you've got to use keywords. And okay. the keywords that you think about in your posts, you want to think about what keywords are in your target client's profiles, what keywords are in your profile, and you want to utilize those same keywords in your posts. That enables LinkedIn to mm. basically match your content to people who might be interested in it. So it's very, very important to really think about the keywords in your profile and the same keywords that you're going to use in your posts that hopefully LinkedIn will start matching to other people based on what they what the other content they like, other people that they follow, the stuff that's in their profile. You want to start thinking about what are the keywords that you're going to repeat over and over again and infuse so that these people can find you and so that LinkedIn can actually serve content to the right people. Yeah. So keywords are like super, super hot right now. And then the last thing I'll say is actually aligning to LinkedIn's editorial agenda. So this is, this is a really nuanced one, very different from other social media platforms. LinkedIn is actually scanning all the top posts of the day. And okay. they're trying to make sure Human editors are trying to make sure that your content actually aligns to LinkedIn edit, LinkedIn's editorial agenda. So what is their agenda? They want to be branded as a professional site. They're competing with Indeed yeah. and ZipRecruiter, and they make a lot of their money from this hiring piece. Yeah. So they're trying to find content to uh, push and basically pour the gasoline on where you're talking about hiring, recruitment, entrepreneurship career advice, internships, graduation, all that kind of stuff. Mm. That is what LinkedIn's prioritizing. And that's when you see these like 100,000 like posts, 30,000 like posts. It's always, always, I'm telling you, aligned to LinkedIn's editorial agenda. So they'll actually turn off posts that are like salesy for your own business and turn up posts that are more just like beneficial for people's professional lives. That is a fascinating and now i understand why you said it's so much more about like almost understanding the rules of the game and understanding what they're trying to magnetize on the platform and what they are really trying to do to elevate the the market that they want to lead in that is so interesting oh my gosh thank you so much for breaking that all down and uh, i'm gonna i want to ask you in in just a minute i want to go deeper just overall with linkedin strategy but i want to take it step back a step for a mm -hmm. minute um you know for someone that just listened to all this and is like okay um i'm gonna have them come to your master class so we're gonna talk about that in a second so that people can get the real real but before <laughs> we get to the master class if someone is looking to begin to go down this path they want to commit to it they're like i'm not sure if i can make the time to do it i'm not sure if i can fit it in my business um in order to do this and do this well how many times a day does someone need to be posting on linkedin mm, good good question so honestly the more you post, the worse you'll do on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. You don't want to post, honestly, more than one day. So that's good news. You want that to is post really good news. Just once a day. However, you need to go back on the platform and do engagement strategy. Mm -hmm. So LinkedIn is different from other platforms because actually the highest viral action on LinkedIn are DMs. So mm -hmm. if you DM somebody, they're 85% more likely to see your next post in their feed. And so when I'm really trying to help entrepreneurs, wow. the game is actually leveling up your DM strategies so that you can re-engage your first connections who's no longer engage on your content and get them to start seeing your content again. 
right? And also spoon feed. That is so interesting. Yes. So it's all about DMs. So what I teach in my masterclass is you've got to create the content that's going to help generate leads, but then you've got to retarget those leads in DMs. And that actually helps improve not only your conversions with all the links that you're putting in your DMs and the selling that's happening in the DMs, but also it's going to increase your feed performance and help everything else improve. So it's like this whole ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So you typically have to host once a day. You've got to reply to your comments and then you've got to do like at least half an hour of invites and DMs. Yeah, and you can get help doing sense. that, of course. But but I would say like logging on a few times a day to do both posting and DM strategy. Makes total sense. So smart. So good. And I mean, the thing is, is people are spending that time on social anyway. We all know that, right, Hala? Exactly. Uh, everyone's spending that time on social. It's really about is the time that you're spending on social the most effective, the most impactful, the highest ROI. And obviously we we all know that, you know, the people that are on LinkedIn are tending to be higher level income, um, more sophisticated individuals totally. to begin with. So you're putting yourself in that space of, um, you know, interacting with people that are already, you know, kind of at the next level versus just the general public and Instagram or, or Facebook or whatever the case. So that is fascinating. Thank you for breaking all of that down. Um, and and what else do you feel like someone needs to know? Like, so if someone's sitting here and they're like, okay, this is really interesting. I think I want to come to the masterclass. I really want to get like the full A to Z on this. What else would you say to someone sitting here today that would um, kind of be a reason why you would either encourage them or discourage them from taking the next steps with this? Like, you know, like I think there's always like, listen, this obviously you have a process and system that works for LinkedIn. You know it works. You use it. Your clients use it. They're getting results. It's a repeatable process. It works. Um, But how would someone know whether or not they're in a place where they're going to, you know, actually have success with this and whether it makes sense for them to take that next step? Totally. I feel like anybody who already has a converting offer is going to take this class and immediately generate ROI. I've seen it with Mm -hmm. all of my students. Now, if you're somebody who doesn't have an offer yet, it's still a really good opportunity for you because we actually walk through how to create your voice guidelines, your brand guidelines. I I, I teach the psychology of design, how to do copywriting. Like the whole day one is just like foundation And then the second day is like algorithm, learning the features that work, learning how to find your target audience, creating audience lists, DM targeting, all that kind of stuff. So it's really A to Z, no matter if you're, you know, already on LinkedIn and doing okay, or if you're brand new and don't even have an offer. And I'll give you tips on how to create an offer that will convert. But I know for a fact, if you already have a, a business that's thriving and you just need more leads, you'll take my class and get ROI absolutely immediately. I love it. I love it. So I have one more question, then I do want to talk about the class a little bit. So Mm -hmm. I have six companies. Some of them I use my personal brand and I use my name and my face for. Some of them I just, you know, it's a new business. It's a new brand. My face is not attached to it. I'm not using my personal accounts for it. Mm -hmm. What have you seen in terms of uh, clients of yours or businesses that have used your methodology in terms of, businesses that are using business accounts versus Mm -hmm. personal accounts. Obviously, we all see across the board that personal accounts perform 
a yeah. thousand X, right. Versus a business account. Mm -hmm. But like in certain instances, like in my instance, I can't be promoting six different companies every day. I have to be kind of picking and choosing, which means some of my businesses are using a business account to grow their own brands. Mm -hmm. um, so selfishly, I'm asking that question, but I'm also asking for people that are listening today that maybe they have a brick and mortar, or maybe they have a med spa, or maybe they have an accounting firm, or maybe they have a brand that it's already built under the brand name. It's not as much built under a personal name. Mm, this is such a great question and I get it all the time. Mm -hmm. And hands down on LinkedIn, you really want to always prioritize personal pages. Now, there's actually a technical reason why. It's yeah. because you can only do DMs on a personal mm -hmm. page. Mm -hmm. And like I just said, DMs are the number one viral action Striving. on LinkedIn. Yeah. So because you can't do DMs on your company page, you can't re-engage following that yeah. has died off and doesn't engage on your stuff anymore. And so what happens yeah. is just like this leaky bucket that keeps leaking yeah. instead of being able to kind of reinvigorate it all the time through DM yeah. strategies and invite strategies. So yeah. that's the one thing. The, I will say that all the techniques that I teach in terms of post-performance and hacking the algorithm with the different publishing and engagement strategies, that's still going to improve your company pages mm -hmm. posts. However, mm -hmm. without that DM ele element, you're just losing out on a lot yeah. of opportunity for sales and conversions. Yeah, makes total sense. Mm -hmm. And last question, and this leads into the masterclass. Um, when you think about the strategies that you're teaching with LinkedIn and, and the focal point of LinkedIn in the way that you're teaching in the masterclass, uh, would you say that this is for both B2C and B2B, um, brick and mortar and digital? Like, Talk to me a little bit about that. Literally anybody, if you feel okay. like your target audience is on LinkedIn, it doesn't matter if you, if you have an agency, I have a lot of like coaches, um, yeah. a lot of people who have like recruiting firms yeah. and like all different types of agencies. So yeah. it's a lot of service-based companies, I would say, mm -hmm. and coaches, uh, because in general, it's not a visual platform. So if you're, yeah. if you're, if you do makeup or you've got like a specific product, yeah. it's not going to work on LinkedIn. But yeah. if you feel like your target audience is on LinkedIn, it will work. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. um, you're the best in the business at this. I know that members of my team have attended your classes before. I mean, it is second to none. Um, I know our team felt like it was an incredible use of time oh, and investment to attend one of your classes before. So um, talk to us a little bit about when the next one is happening. How can people get there? What are they going to learn? Um, and then guys, everything, of course, is going to be down in the show notes below. Yeah. So I believe the next one is on March 22nd and 23rd. You guys okay. can go to yapmedia.io slash course. And I've got a special code. You can use code Kelly for 35% off. And that is by far the highest discount that we have for the course. And it's a live two-day class. I'm, you know, I think... I think that I'm I'm undiagnosed ADHD and I feel like a lot of adults are. And I know for a fact that I would not be able to really fully absorb myself in a course that wasn't live. So I'm, I made sure that this is like a highly interactive, engaging live course. We've got like quizzes and a workbook and I, I've literally not left any stone unturned. And my students often tell me that this is more of like a business class that incorporates how to get leads and sales yeah. on LinkedIn. So it's more like a general business class, two days. Uh, like I said, first day is like foundational, learning about your voice, your messaging, uh, your personal branding statement, optimizing your profile, copywriting, design, all that good stuff. And then day two is just how to leverage the platform, the algorithm, DM mm -hmm. strategies, templates, 
And then we've got so many bonuses. uh, And the best part that a lot of people say is actually our mastermind community. So there's a community to help keep you accountable afterwards, which is super important. So you actually stick to the plan and your goals. Yeah. And I mean, what I love about the way that you teach and the way that you show up and everything that you do, Hala, is like, it's no fluff. It's no BS. Like you are giving straight to the point. And we've been talking about this a lot on the show. Um, A lot of the things out there right now are out of date. They're old materials. It's people trying to automate things that need to be delivered live. Then they're getting out of date, irrelevant things that they can't use in their business. You guys, this is fresh. You can hear from the conversation today. Everything Hala is talking about is the here and now. She clearly is invested in understanding exactly what's going on minute by minute on this platform. And I think to your point, Hala, like everything that you're talking about, it's not just LinkedIn, it's good business, right? So Mm -hmm. it's just a way to enhance and up level, not just what you're doing on LinkedIn, but you can apply it in everything that you're doing. So um, let's give the information one more time, Hala, so that anyone that's interested uh, can check it out. And then guys, we'll also put that down in the show notes below. Thank you so much, Kelly. It is yapmedia.io slash course. All the information and testimonials and the agenda, all of that is there, yapmedia.io slash course. And you can use code Kelly for 35% off. Awesome. Hala, thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing what you're doing in the podcast network and all those strategies that you shared around growing podcasts. I thought that was really compelling. And, you know, LinkedIn is key, right? We know personal brand is so mission critical, especially in today's market. LinkedIn is such a high quality, high value place to do this. So love everything that you shared today. It was awesome having you on the show. I'm sure you'll be back for more later this year. And uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much, Kelly. It is always a pleasure. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Sharing is caring. Don't forget, if you love today's episode and you got value out of it, pass it on to another entrepreneur that could benefit from what we shared here today. And we'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.